0: Take time to enjoy the little things. Today's episode is brought to you by Social Pilot, the social media and marketing tool for bloggers and small businesses. Join over 20,000 social media pros at servenomastercom backslash Pilot today.
1: Are you tired of dealing with your boss? Do you feel underpaid and underappreciated? If you want to make it online, fire your boss and start living your retirement dreams now, then you've come to the right place. Welcome to serve no Master Podcast where you'll learn how to open new revenue streams and make money while you sleep. Presented live from a tropical island in the South Pacific by best-selling author, Jonathan Green. Now, here's your host.
0: When I look at the tasks in front of me, when I look at the number of tasks I want to accomplish in the next day, in the next week, in the next six months, it's like staring a monster in the face. I wanna complete a dozen products, which means a dozen sales letters, a dozen sales videos, a dozen webinars. It means hundreds of pages of content, videos, PDFs, all the pieces that go into those products in multiple markets beyond just serve no master. I'm also looking at a lot in the parenting space that I'm working on, a lot in the relationship space that I'm working on, more and more things that I'm doing in health. When I look at all of these different areas, it's so easy for me to become overwhelmed. I fell into a pattern about six months ago when I built an office, I had an office for a little while, where I would go to the office every morning around 7 or 7.30 and I would come back, sometimes after dark, I would put in 12 hour days, locked in a little box that I built, that I designed with no walls, with no windows, it had walls, sorry. No walls would be hilarious with no windows. I'm living on the beach. I was the, the office was actually about uh, twenty feet from the water, and yet it had no windows because I wanted to totally focus on work. I was like, when I'm in my office, I just work. I'm totally in the zone, and for, I was very, very efficient. Unbelievable. I was unbelievable. at My productivity. I could get so much done. But then I would put in these huge days, and I wouldn't even see the sun. And I started to lose myself and feel more distant from my children. And in fact, even now, one of the things we're still dealing with is that my daughter's swimming abilities diminished a little bit. And You know, that's very important to me. That's why I mentioned in multiple episodes. So I before this office was spending every day one to two hours in the pool with my daughter really working on her swimming because it's so important to me. But I started getting in the zone about work and not because I'm desperate for money, not because I'm struggling, but because I so want to build something big. I want Servo Master to be one of the biggest places in the world for helping people change their destinies. Right now, you know, I help a lot of people, but I want it to be where I'm helping tens of thousands of people every month where I'm really making a massive impact. So I have this big vision and that requires a lot of things. It requires massive traffic that requires tons of product and that requires tons of content and requires lots and lots of really good sales message and lots and lots of technology. So all of these things I have to work on can become overwhelming. Server Master is only one of the projects I'm working on. It's about one of five main projects. So it's not even the most important or the biggest part of my life. but. Imagine all of those things times five, and I'm constantly looking at moving into new markets, whether it's moving into t-shirts, whether it's moving into selling physical products on Amazon, whether it's putting out more books on Amazon and more niches, all of these things, right? They surround me. And it's very tempting to put in these massive days. And yesterday I had to ride a boat for eight hours, four hours each way to go to the neighboring island to get a stamp in my passport for uh, another few months to stay in this country. I have to go and renew every two months, and it's their way of generating taxes from foreigners. It's fine. I hate doing it but I know that it's necessary, I know it's a necessary part of my business to go and fill out this paperwork every two months. So I lost an entire day yesterday and when I got home I only did about an hour of work, just a little catch up putting up uh, that episode, that podcast episode, which is already mostly prepared. I just had to finish writing a little bit of the blog post and check the image and everything. But when you're you're doing all these things and you lose a whole day, you feel like, oh, I've got to spend the next day making it up and I woke up this morning and... I was like, I gotta hit the ground running. I gotta record this morning's podcast episode. And I look, and my phone is low battery. Last night, my daughter had hidden my Kindle. So before I went to bed, my reading before bed, I was reading a book on my phone because I didn't know where my Kindle was. And I forgot I'd done that. And so I woke up and I couldn't record the podcast. And you have these moments where you can see it as a, a real distraction. Oh my gosh, I can't work now. My day is ruined. Or you can see it as an opportunity. I go, this, okay, you know what? I look outside, it's high tide. I went downstairs, grabbed my new paddle board, and I just caught some waves. I spent 30, 40 minutes after getting my morning workout. But also, I love paddle boarding. As much as I, I like surfing, I really do like surfing, but for some reason, I just love stand-up paddle more. All of that stuff for me is just a great pleasure. I love to be out on the water. I love to do all those things, but it's, it's very tempting to put all the things that we want to do to the side because we're so focused on our business. We think I have to put in 12-hour days. And we start to let our Physical and mental well-being slip so we stop going to the movies or we Don't go to the park or we don't go to the gym. We start just spending all of our waking hours. We turn into Drones working for ourselves, and I don't want that to happen to you because it will really Just tear you apart so as you're looking at how to Build out the structure of your days. It's important to build in little things that you really enjoy for me one of my great pleasures is going out on the water and I have to constantly remind myself that it's the reason I'm here see we spend so much time working we forget wait I'm working for a reason the reason I work so hard is because I want to live on a paradise island but if I don't enjoy that paradise island why am I working so hard so keep in mind as you're building out your structure of your life as you're designing and getting caught up in projects you start to get overwhelmed by all the different things you have to do and I know that this can be an overwhelming business when you think about creating products, writing stories, working on your website, writing your blog posts, learning technology, there's so many things, there's so many moving parts that it puts us into the state where we think that we have to work on it 24-7, we can't think about anything else, and we start to remove the pieces of joy from our life. We start to withdraw, and in some ways, in some areas, that is part of maturing. Now, if you're someone who's going out every night and spending a lot of money and drinking and partying, of course, pulling back from that and putting time in your business is important but you don't wanna to go too far to the point where you spend no time on pleasure, no time on enjoyment. If you're in the early phase, and there's an early phase where finances are very, very tight or every penny you spend is critical, you can't afford to go to a fancy gym, you can't afford to go to the movies. And I've been in those phases, I totally understand. I know what it's like where every penny counts, you gotta watch every penny. You still need to find other hobbies that are simply free. You can play in the park, you go for walks, a lot of things you can do outside and in nature that don't cost anything. All of my hobbies are free. Surfing doesn't cost anything. Cinepiling doesn't cost anything. There's the single cost of buying the surfboard at the beginning, right? But going out each time after that doesn't cost anything. Whereas most things in America we're so used to paying over and over again. You go to the gym, you gotta pay every month, right? You want a personal trainer, you gotta really pay every single time you see them. Every time you go to the movies, you gotta pay. We're so used to that that we forget that there's things we can do We pay once and never have to deal with it again. We're used to paying monthly for everything. We end up with these massive monthly costs. You know, your cell phone bill, your internet bill, your television bill, your home phone number bill, if you have a home phone number, all the other things, water, electricity, rent, mortgage, whatever, they all start to add up and we get so used to that that we begin to think that we have to have these massive monthly bills for entertainment and entertainment It's critical because it's when your brain relaxes. It's the time in between working when your brain can kind of rest. If you go to the gym and just bench press 24 hours a day, your arms will eventually die. They'll never get stronger. It's the time in between workouts where the muscles get stronger and repair. All those micro tears uh, rebuild and your muscles come back stronger. So it's the breaks in between are just as important as the actual workouts. You need to find things that allow you to release yourself and release your stress and release your thoughts about work. The good thing about boards that I do, and the whole reason I moved to this island was to be able to do more surfing and paddling and things like that. It takes so much of my attention, trying to catch a wave, trying not to crash, trying, you know, and surviving when the wave throws me, that I don't really have time to think about work when I'm out there. That's why I find hobbies and activities that acquire all of my attention. It's the reason I watch a little bit of television, but not so many movies. Movies are so long, and lately, movies, the third act is so boring that by the time I get to the third act, I'm thinking about work again. I can't kind of distract myself for that long. But for a long time, I could. For a long time, movies were my main distraction. It's only the last two years that I've stopped enjoying movies as much, and maybe it's because there's no movie theater here. Going to the theater, I've always loved, and maybe if I lived near a theater, I would. But you can develop whatever hobby you need, and you can also find ways to control the cost. You can become, some movie theaters actually allow you to become a member. And you can go to all the movies you want, you just can't go at 7 o'clock at night. I used to be a member of a movie theater in London that allowed me to do this, it was awesome. So you could go noon, 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock, you just couldn't go after dark or whatever. And when you don't have a full-time job, that's fine. You don't have to go at night. A little bit of shift and the cost of going to a movie changes from $20 to $1. It's crazy, right? I don't know a lot of, if a lot of movie theaters do this, I happen to find one once, but it's very exciting when you can find these opportunities and you can find also, there's a lot of movies that are dollar or a movie that's a little bit older, the dollar theater, the old theater, it's cheaper. Bring your own stacks. There's things you can do to control the cost, but it's important to have these decompression times and I don't want you to think of this podcast as one of them because unfortunately we're talking about business I I talk about growing your business and yes some of them some of the episodes are very much about working on confidence or dealing with depression becoming comfortable with yourself and relaxing all those things but you listen to this and you're in a business mindset and so even though this feels a little bit relaxing it's still business stuff going on the back of your mind and in fact when I listen to podcasts myself I very rarely listen to other podcasts I am I subscribe to all the ones that you probably know about, all of the ones from other big gurus about building your own business, about being a better podcast, about being a better author. I very rarely listen to them because when I'm in my downtime, I need to do things other than work. Lately, okay, I've run out of bad movie podcasts to listen to. I used to listen to them a lot. Unfortunately, they're so political and they inject all of this hypocrisy into every episode. It sometimes wears me down. They're constantly talking about all these political things they wanna see in movies but then they don't do it in their own podcast. They don't have it in their own lives. They just, it's like, oh no, I shouldn't do it. You should do it. And I find that very annoying. I'm not a very big fan of hypocrisy. And I don't like to inject politics into this podcast either. Hopefully you can't tell where I am on the political spectrum. The only thing you should be able to tell is that I'm not a big fan of hypocrisy. And I don't like when other people judge me when they don't know me. Those are my main you know, political views. I like honesty. And I like people that are consistent, they do what they say. That's why everything I tell you about, I tell you my weaknesses and my strengths. In the previous episode I talked about how bad copywriting was a weakness for me for so long. And I would still say I'm only a B or B plus copywriter. I'm not a tier one copywriter, but I'm moving into tier two and I'm feeling comfortable there with myself finally. And I wanna get to tier one eventually. It's just been putting in a lot of work and it's just about getting to that point over time. But being honest about my weaknesses also means that when I tell you areas I'm strong, it's more believable because integrity and honesty is important. People that say they're good at everything are probably not good at anything. So I listen to these podcasts and they're constantly injecting politics in there. And it's it's very weird when they judge a movie from 50 years ago about the political landscape today. To me, that's ridiculous. How could anyone make a movie 50 years ago that fit modern politics or modern perspectives on different things? And it's especially weird listening to guys talk about all of this stuff, when on previous episodes, they've said things that go completely against it. So it turns into saying that they believe stuff that they don't really believe because they want it to sound like it. So lately I've switched and I've started listening to, there's actually a really, really good podcast uh, by some screenwriters. And I like listening to it because I like listening to how they build stories and the way people get into the business and everything about screenwriting. But they recently have had massive episodes that are all about their views on politics, and these are guys that are in the top one percent they 've written some big movies and they make a lot of money okay anyone who's making more than ten million dollars a year when they then want to tell someone who 's making twenty thousand dollars a year how they should view politics i don 't like that it 's you don 't know someone else 's perspective so from your high horse to tell people what to do, you know they had whole episode about how they felt about Britain leaving the European Union. And the guy started explaining his perspective on trade deals. And I was like, you write movies. Number one, why is a movie podcast talking about trade deals? Number two, you're not even from that country. You don't live in that country. So how can you know what it's like for people in that country to experience that? You know, for people that are constantly talking about how it's very important to let other people self-determine, they love telling other people in other country what to do based on their own perspective. And the third thing is that it was so angry he was going off about something. Now, the people of England voted. The country made a decision. Now, I believe in democracy, and it's very important. You know, I live in a democratic country. You have to decide whether you believe in democracy or you don't. And if the people voted for something, then sometimes people vote for bad things, and people get what they deserve. And sometimes people vote for good things, and they also get what they deserve. So to listen to someone who's talking about movies, start explaining a trade deal. Now, also, most of what he said was wrong. And I know this because I most of my undergraduate degrees are in politics. Most of my study in college, most of my... Work in high school and college was all about international politics. And I still wouldn't presume to, on this episode, tell you my perspective on those things because it's not appropriate. It's not the right place. So, not only was this person talking about an experience that's not a part of, it was in an inappropriate forum and it kind of really killed it for me. And the other thing they love to do is assign modern motivations to things people did 200 years ago. I don't like that either. So I'm listening to these guys talk about a story from 200 years ago and they try to change the perspective. And I was like, well, people didn't even think that that long ago, people didn't think that way. People didn't vote that way. People didn't have that perspective. And so they wanna add this idea that's only come politically in the last five or 10 years to something that happened a long time ago. And so basically they're doing what I call revisionist history, which is where, you know, if you do a TV show where Hitler won, you know, like the man of the high caste, you change it and that's your, that's revisionist history. That's fine, because at least everyone knows, no, that's not what really happened. But it's when people take history and they just change it five or 10%. I'm not a big fan of that, because then most people don't realize that what they're watching isn't real. There are plenty of people that saw that Oliver Stone movie, JFK, and think it's a true story. They go, oh, so this is what really happened. Well, no, it's a fictionalized version of it. It's not where you should get your historical information. It's not should not be movies. So when you're looking at starting your own podcast, when you're looking at creating your message, when you're looking at things that entertain you, make sure that they actually help you to relax and that they're not too connected to your business. I know I went on a little bit of tangent for a few minutes there, and I apologize for that. You can always skip past it. But for me, when I'm listening to a podcast about movies, I just wanna listen to people talk about writing movies. I just wanna listen to people talk about scripts. I just wanna listen to people talk about getting an agent. That entire process I find interesting. I would never wanna get an agent. I would never wanna write movies for that reason and deal with that. But I wanna learn about that process because I find it fascinating. What I wanna learn about the most is storytelling. That's very, very important to me. So when I'm listening to that, they, again, it's so much politics. One of the things I don't like is when they assign characteristics to a character in a show that weren't there. You know, sometimes people look at a movie from 30 years ago and, go, and decide that that character's gay now or that that character was whatever. I don't like that because it's not in the story. I, look, who ca- I don't care about that stuff. You know, you, you know, I have plenty of whatever. It's not the fact that a character is gay it's the fact that they're changing and doing revisionist history that I don't like so what I'm interested in is really the actual story not people deciding oh you know what I like this movie because I've decided that even though 30 years ago this character was one way this character I've decided that the story's changed in my own mind it's weird to me it's so political and it totally ignores the story there are plenty of amazing stories where the main character is gay, where the character has this amazing journey. Why simply randomly decide that from a movie 30 years ago, oh, the seventh character was gay. What, what are you talking about? It doesn't affect the story. Why add that? Why make that what your lesson or podcast episode's about? So for me, when I'm looking at things that entertain, it's hard for me to find good podcasts because it's constantly injecting politics and it's constantly not doing what they promised. They promised they would teach me about script writing, but 40 to 60% of every episode is politics or revisionist history, where they change what the original story was. And I don't like that. I don't think it's necessary and I don't think it's very good. You know, and these guys who have written, you know, a couple of good movies each, sit on their high horse, tell everyone else who's struggling You know, people that are struggling to make ends meet and feed their families, they give them all this advice that's so pretentious. And I just don't like that. I don't think it's what people want. You know, they just say, oh, you know, we can use the fact that people want to learn how to write movies as a way to really get our political message out. That's what it feels like. You know, it's like a stealth message. And I certainly don't have any, I don't have any desire for this to become a political thing. I don't want to affect anyone's vote. I don't want you to think about me with politics. I think it's so unnecessary. Republican, Democrat, liberal, whatever your political affiliation is, I want to help you take control of your finances and take care of your family. That's all I care about. So when I listen to other podcasts, it's unfortunate that they can't just stick to being entertaining. And that's why I have to find other things to do. So that's why to go all the way back, listening to my podcast shouldn't be how you relax because it's too much business. When you're really relaxing, it should be something totally separate where you're watching a fun movie or going to the batting cages or something that just lets you decompress. Having those moments of pleasure, having an hour or two of pleasure a day is absolutely critical to staying the course and being able to endure the entire journey that gets you to this point, being able to endure that struggle so that when you have tough days, when you feel like, oh, I'm working so hard, why am I working so hard? You have that release valve and you can still have a part of your day you're really excited about. That's the way you can endure, and that's how I can be successful. That's how I can continue building my business when I work seven days a week. Everyone thinks that I mean I'm working eight-hour days, ten hours a day, seven days a week. It's not what I mean. It means that every day I put in a little work, but also do things that I really, really enjoy. And it's a structure that works better for me. Rather than work eight hours a day, five days a week, I work a little bit less, seven days a week, and I enjoy the entire journey more. That's the structure that works for my life. Just because corporations in America, like the 5-2 split, doesn't mean that it works for me emotionally, intellectually, or physically. So find the structure that works for you. Find the way for you to get the right work-life balance. And that will allow you to find success in this business. And that's why it's so critical that you take the time to really enjoy the little things.
1: Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Serve No Master. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss another episode. We'll be back tomorrow with more tips and tactics on how to escape that rat race. Head over to servenomaster.com forward slash podcasts now for your chance to win a free copy of Jonathan's bestseller, Serve No Master. All you have to do is leave a five-star review of this podcast. See you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to this
0: episode of the Serve No Master podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode.